What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode of Eat When You Can, Sleep When You Can, and Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. I'm your host, Dr. Fairchild. Here are my co-host, Dr. Buttress, and we are getting pretty deep into the DFWTP podcast, and... You know, we have these I we have these topics that we've kind of written down, some ideas for different things. And we were going through the list tonight, and one we were like, man, it's, it's a good time to talk about this one. Yeah, it seems like the time to bring up a a fabled debate since the beginning of OR days that we still have. And that is Buffon or Scrub Cap. <laughs> <laughs> what? You just, you just became French there for a second. <laughs> Well, you have to when you're going to... You caught me off guard. I thought you were just going to say the title of the episode. <laughs> well, now now it's clear what the what the topic's going to be. Buffon? Buffon. Uh, so, in other words, the, the poofy scrub cap that you see in traditional OR shows... Lunch and lady. The, the lunch lady hairnet type yes. thing. Uh, versus, you know, scrub caps, skull caps that I think um, I think are gaining more traction. Um, I think are welder. more popular. Welder. Yeah. 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 Just trying to think of like common things people might understand what we mean. Yeah. You know? e- essentially, this episode is about OR swag. Yes. Yes. Like the swag that you're going to pull off in the operating room. Because, yep. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Like, look good, feel good, do good. That Absolutely. That statement holds true in like anything in life, right? And I think I think this goes in other professions, too. Oh, 100%. So if, you think of, if you think of an office job where you have to wear business casual... Everyone cares what you wear. Dude, you, no you, doubt. You dress up to look nice. And I think it's more difficult in medicine because especially, you know, let's let's talk about uh, like medicine specialties. They can wear whatever scrubs they want. They can wear the figs. They can wear fancy yeah, stuff. Yeah, like fancy stuff they colors. have fitted. Fancy stuff that they get yeah, fitted, it's fitted to them. It's more comfortable. If you're in a surgical specialty, you have to wear the hospital distributed scrubs. I'm still trying to fight this. Like I want the hospital to start putting No, I just want them to put out some jogger scrubs, man. They're not going. We're living in 2023. Joggers, I don't know, man. If if I'm telling you right now, if I had a pair of joggers on and like could show off like my my own clouds and like a nice pair of joggers, I'm in like a whole new mindset at the, for the day. Like as I'm going up the stairs, I'm going up the stairs with a different pep in my step. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm also not tripping over my pants that are, that are yeah, oversized. I, I choose medium pants and I have to like roll them once and wear Taller shoes, otherwise I'm dragging my pants with me everywhere. But OR swag. Yep. And, you know, you look good, you feel good, you do good. You know, it's 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 a thing. I mean, it's a thing. I, I come from a baseball background. You come from a hockey background. It's a thing. Baseball players are very particular in how they look on a field. Everything down to the individual sweatband and its placement matters. And it's the same yep. thing, I think, in every sport. Every sporting event you see, they all wear the same type of thing each weekend, whether it's, you know, whether they want long socks or, or not long socks, whether they – pull their pants up in baseball versus leave them all the way down, you know, whether they have an arm sleeve and a throwing sleeve on or not, like all those things, I'm telling you, there's a mental game to that every single week. And I, I, you know, lived it. And I mean, I know you did too. And it, it exists in the operating room. Like I feel like if, you know, if you put me in scrubs that are triple XL, because that's all they have. Like when you're a student, you immediately just feel like you're walking in there like, Bobo the Clown. <laughs> You're definitely less confident. I do think it's a younger crowd uh, that cares more about that appearance because there's some old guard, older surgeons who they don't care what they're wearing. They don't care what they look like. They're there to do a job, which is probably, you know. Yeah, but I mean, think about like the old days of surgery. I mean, you go back to like the old days, like Mass Gen, like operating down there in like a true theater, okay? The original days of surgery, the white coat was sacred and how bloody it got for surgeons. So like they never cleaned them. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the more mm-hmm. the more blood that you had dried on your white coat, like you were like it was distinguishing. Like you were like more distinguished. So there was like there was there's always been this idea of like the way you look, you know, affecting kind of how people see you and and how you feel about yourself and how you're going to do. So it it ain't like it changes in the operating room. I mean, you look good, you feel good like you're in the operating room. I'm telling you, if you got a pair of glasses that, you know, your your safety goggles versus the plastic ones that you got to put on. <laughs> I mean, call it what you want, dude. I'm just, I'm picturing you right now in those plastic goggles, like half crooked on your face, like the purple ones or the yellow ones. They're not you know? sexy. No. <laughs> and it's like, I know you feel that, and then you're breathing, and then you have a big uh, fog mark in them, which I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, windshield wipers on the damn plastic goggles. And no. like this, this affects you in the operating room because you feel like people are looking at you like, who is Bobo well, the clown yeah. over here? And they this? are, they are judging, especially that when you're new. And you just look like you don't belong there. I mean, I look at people's shoes every day. Like, you know, I'm a shoe guy, so I'm always looking at people's shoes. Like, what kind of shoes they have on? You know, um, that's another debate for another time. It is best, we'll ha- we'll best have, shoes for the hospital. We'll, we'll have it one day. But just in general, like, you know, OR swag. I mean, how swagged out are you in the OR? And so, for some people, their swag is a bouffant. Yeah, let's talk. Let's first discuss what what advantages and what what are the positives of a, a bouffant. If you're taking that as your Choice of headwear. Very few. Okay, so let's identify them because <laughs> it shouldn't very, take long. I very, think very I think few. the only one that really stands out is that you can wear that cap all day for 24 hours, take it off, and still have the same hair that you had yes. when you got out of the shower the previous morning. Yes. So if you know you have clinic and stuff like that, and you're seeing patients, and you're you know you fix your hair for the day, the bouffant may be the answer for you if you just have a couple cases or something and you want to knock them out because you know immediately when you put the skull cap on, you're getting hat hair. I mean that's yeah. just a hat hair. Kind of day. I think the other thing for the bouffant, you know, um, is people that have more hair. So like anybody that has, you know, excessive amounts of hair, it's obviously a lot harder to get the skull cap because the skull cap is kind of like a one size fits all thing. The bouffant is too, but it's very expandable, right? It's like kind of a big puffy, like mushroom style hat hairnet thing. So yeah. it was like know. Toad from Mario Kart. <laughs> it can it can fit more. I mean, I know people that can that can structure it in a way to not necessarily look like Toad, but they still um, look like Toad. Let's yeah, but I mean. That's that's to me that's the that's the benefits of the bouffant. Now, if you ask AORN and you know Jayco and all those people, they had told you back years ago that the bouffant was so much better because it covered all the hair and it prevented all these operating room infections and surgical site infections and all these things. We've now proven that false, and we'll talk about some of those statistics here in a minute. But when you're talking about the positives and the negatives of the bouffant, to me personally, and everybody has to make these decisions themselves. It's like the positive and negatives of wearing your pants up versus your pants down in baseball. And it depends on who you ask. To me, there's many more negatives with the bouffant. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing a bouffant. No. You can't, can't make me. Nope. <laughs> you you can't make it. me. I, I won't think... operate. I, I literally just won't operate. No. I'll forget how to do it. I will totally forget. I think I think they're itchier. I think they look goofier. I think I think you have more swag in the OR with a scrub cap on, not a bouffant cap. Um and yeah, I think Personally, I think it commands more respect, which is definitely debatable. I think it depends who's wearing it commands the respect in the room. Um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm more of a skull cap person myself. Um, but yeah, I, I think within residents, I think this our people our age are tending to, away from the bouffant cap in general. I, I think as a general rule. Um, so I don't know. I'd love to ask some some of the people who are. True and now, true bouffant cap wearers well, and find well, out why. Well, the thing is, I mean, so you have like a lot of the the techs and stuff that do have a lot more hair, like some of the the female techs, and so it's harder for them to wear a, a, a scrub cap. And some of them will pull off a scrub cap and like use like the ponytail in the back, but then you still have to cover the ponytail. So I've seen some pull off the bouffant underneath. 
to get the to get the ponytail, and then they put the scrub cap over it to where the ponytail is covered with the bouffant coming out the middle of the scrub cap in mm-hmm. the back. So yep. you kind of like this. They, they they do like the double take, the, you know, the hybrid. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think the all hybrid. The, women, the hybrid is a it's it's yeah. a good move. I mean, it's a good it's it's it, they can pull it off. It I mean, I, yeah, it a does lot of work. the women in our program too, uh, you know, they've adapted to kind of a similar style because um, they make the the skull cap style uh, caps. They do make uh, women's versions that will accommodate a ponytail. I've seen those. Yes, um, but yeah, they are kind of adapting this new. Bouffant underneath, it wraps the ponytail, and then they have the stylish cap on top. Correct. Um, which I think looks good. No, it does. It looks very good. Like I mean, you, it's the Corella Deville. You know, it's it, they, <laughs> they get a little bit of both. It's, yeah. it, they pull it off. I mean, it's amazing that the the whole skull cap world, it, like it exists in its own little entity of a thing within the surgery world. Because you have people out there that have a full time job only making scrub caps yeah. and bouffant caps, like custom ones for people. And obviously, I use someone out in Arkansas that she makes all of my stuff and has been doing it for a while now. And so I, I, I translate, you know, I wear baseball hats outside of here. So I translate my hat wearing from baseball and all my life, life to the to my scrub cap. So I have a lot of them. I get, you know, I have I represent LSU and, and rep my LSU stuff there. Um, I have a, a lot of different ones that I wear for like different rotations, some fun ones for Peds. I have some fun ones from like you know, kind of representing Louisiana, New Orleans that I'm wearing right now, and some holiday um, ones. Some hol- yeah, yeah, all the different holidays. I have my breast cancer awareness one um, that was that I had made. So I have like some different fun ones. I have like a Fourth of July one, like you said, some holiday ones. Obviously Halloween and Christmas ones, but um, you know, it's it's amazing because it's like its own world. So I mean, this lady yeah. makes all these things for me, and she's not the only one. I mean, they have if you talk to anybody in the OR that's wearing a custom one, they probably have someone somewhere that's making them for them. And these people are like doing this full time. Yeah, it, it's pretty funny. You, people start to, it's part of their identity if you have people wearing the same scrub cap uh, most of the time. I think, I mean, you definitely have a bunch, but I think your core group of scrub caps that you wear is like three, two or three that you pretty much rotate through. And people start to know you by that scrub cap. Oh, no doubt. Uh, because, you know, we have masks on. It's harder to tell someone's face from across the OR. Uh, but if they see, you know, my American flag cap that I wear pretty much every day or every other day, they might know that's me versus your LSU one. Or uh, the Minions one that you wore a lot last year. Yep. Um, kind of made a name for yourself. So, th- and that's, I think, one of the coolest things about wearing these custom caps is that in surgery, everything is kind of depersonalized. You know, we wear, we all wear the same color scrubs. Um, if you're wearing the generic caps, they're all the same color. And there's very few ways to kind of, you know, show your personality to make things more personal, have that identity. Uh, because if you're in an office job, you can wear whatever you want. You can yeah. use your outfit as part of your um, the way you present yourself. And in surgery, it's less so, and which makes sense. I mean, you're there to do a job, and it has to be sterile, and so those are all reasons for that. But I do think it adds a nice component that I mean, I, I connect with patients over my scrub caps. They'll they'll point at one and be like, "Oh, that's awesome! You have Ruins cap. I'm actually from Massachusetts." It starts up a conversation, helps build rapport, uh, may take focus off of a bad situation. They may have a terrible diagnosis, and all of a sudden their day's a little better. Maybe because we connected on something. So it does add all these little fun nuances that if you're wearing just a standard cap. And, and there there are generic scrub caps, too, just those blue thin ones. I can't wear those. They're so itchy. Um, I'm miserable by, like, yeah. an hour or two. Of they, they also just don't – some of those don't fit my head good there. So I actually have some still back from when I worked in Baton Rouge, and I had some then. So – it's funny. I wore one like a few weeks ago, and like every no one recognized me for a while. They're like, mm-hmm. "Wait, what?" Because yeah. you know, I, I remember that. It was yeah. like a two week stretch. Yeah, 
So, I mean, it is funny. Like you said, you kind of develop an identity. I mean, all the guys, the, the people that cook for us, like in the, you know, in the lunch uh, area, they all know me for wearing my LSU caps. Like the minute I show up in an outdoor, they're like, oh man, where's your, where, where's your tigers? You know, what, what are them tigers doing? So it's funny. I mean, you, you do kind of develop a little bit of an identity with, with your cap, but um, you know, the debate has, has been, you know, Buffon versus scrub cap. And so um, I, I, I do want to talk about this because it used to really not be an issue. And back when I was doing my, um, case tech job which is you know kind of similar to first assist stuff and prior to med school AORN um, the Association of Perioperative Registered Nurses in 2014 I was actually working this job had been there for about a year in the operating room published a paper and some guidelines on operating room attire and essentially what they said is that a bouffant hat should be worn to cover the hair the scalp and the ears to minimize skin and hair uh, shedding and protect surgical patients as well as um, stating that all healthcare providers should wear long sleeve apparel while in the OR. And then they went as far as to say every OR should prohibit personnel from wearing skull caps altogether. And I remember when I was working and this happened, and literally overnight, they got rid of scrub caps. And everyone had to wear bouffant. And I have never seen so many operating room attending so mad. And like they, they were not buying into it. They're like, this is this is BS. Complete this, outrage. Yeah, they're like, there's no way. Like yeah. they all they, they all had their custom caps too, you know, like a couple a couple breast surgeons had like some custom bre- custom breast surgeon hats that he wore every single day. And like he was like, I'm not changing this. Like another one's like army guy, he had his army hat. He's like, I'm not, I'm not taking it off. You're not, you can't make me. Yep. And we just won't operate today. And so that they got to operate, you know, they made some little exceptions, but essentially overnight. When AORM posted this and like Jayco would come around, these things changed overnight. They were gone. And we all had to wear bouffants and we were all like, dude, there was outrage. Yeah. Outrage. That would have been really interesting to see that. Uh, you know, the people get so set in their habits, in their ways. I think especially in this job, people do things the same way. Um, <clears throat> you know, you have your certain cases, you set them up the same, all the moves you make are the same until you encounter some weird anomaly. But we are creatures of habit, the way we do things. And I think just the way you get dressed in the morning, what you're going to wear in the operating room is all the same. And so if someone throws a wrench in that, it's probably pretty annoying. Yeah, yeah. You, want, you want to really test that that theory and the thing you just said, if you don't believe it. Next time you go to dry off after a shower, do it and do it. Do something else first. Whatever you normally do first, like I do my hair first every time, like pick, pick your left arm or something first. See how weird it feels. Next time you go to step into your pants, step in with the other leg. You're immediately going to think something weird just happened and the day's about to be weird. Yep. I did it the other day because I was Simple always that. always going my right leg first, and I'm telling you, I went to do my right leg, almost tripped and fail. <laughs> Welcome to 31. And so I was like, oh, I'm just gonna shove my left leg in there first. I shove my left leg, and I was like, today is not gonna be good. <laughs> that was my first the thought. Dexterity because of a stork. Yeah, because whatever just happened just felt weird. Like you said, we're creatures of habit. So I, obviously, when this came out in 2014, there was a lot of questions. I'm sure. Yeah. All the surgeons back then were like, we've been doing like, it. Where's the data? Well, we've been doing it this way for 60, 70, 80 years. Like, we know nothing different. You know, why all of a sudden do we change overnight? So, as you can imagine, the American College of Surgeons, the ACS, decided we're going to go ahead and put this. You, you, want, you want some evidence. We, we practice evidence-based medicine. We're going to study this. So they put out tons of studies. Tons. One huge one that came out from the ACS looked at 1,543 patients in this big trial, and they essentially had attendings where bouffants versus skull caps, 
and they looked at the patients and all the patients were similar as far as risk factors go with diabetes and tobacco use and all those things. And then they had them wear these, these bouffants versus, uh, uh, regular skull caps and colon and intestinal cases, which we know are the dirtiest hernia cases, biliary cases, some foregut cases. And what they found, interestingly enough, even though the P value wasn't necessarily, um, appropriately high enough to, to rule it out, they did find that surgical site infections actually occurred more with bouffants than they did with headgear. Interesting. So custom headgear and like the, and the scrub caps, they had less of a surgical site infection. So obviously they published all this and then they found, you know, that the results are, it doesn't matter what you wear in the operating room. If anything, there's actually been other studies that have shown that the bouffants actually have more permeability to allow more things to escape because they are pretty permeable. You know, it's, it, it makes sense to me. They're see-through. Yeah. So it was hilarious. I mean, all this stuff came out in 2014, changed everybody's practice overnight. And then we had to come out with all these big studies and fund these. The ACS had to fund these huge trials to better prove that this is not true. And so that surgeons could wear their scrub caps again. And so now we're back to 2023. And, you know, now it's just preference. Yeah. The debate continues. Also, they didn't find any evidence for the jacket thing either, so that is now not a thing anymore. But Yeah, no one really does that. No. But um, it's preference. You know, so, so Dr. Budgers, we kind of mentioned some of our custom caps. So tell me a, a couple of your custom caps and what you, what you got. So I, I have the staple ones that I wear the most. I have my, my Bruins cap. I have the American flag one. I have a New England Patriots one, and then I have a Clemson one. Uh, those are pretty much the only ones I wear. I'll occasionally throw in just the standard blue one. Uh, if I'm washing a bunch of the caps or whatever. Um, but those are really the only ones I've adopted so far. I am looking at a couple of um, cartoon ones. I think I have one. That it, I'm going to get one that's like cartoon Avengers on it. I yeah. think it would be good for my pediatric rotations. Yeah. The kids love it. It's always a good topic of conversation. I have a the Toy 100%. Story one, Yep, and it's fun. Whenever the Buzz Lightyear, new Buzz Lightyear came out, the new Toy Story came out, every kid I went to, you know, Buzz, oh, Woody, you know, like, and it immediately kind of sparked a conversation. Yep. But um, All for the kids. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely all for the kids. I, I you know, you got to have a, a cap that's appropriate for the rotation. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, yeah. What about, what about you? Any, anything other than the ones we've mentioned? You have the LSU one. You got the Minions. You I got... have a music one. I have a music one that has music yeah, notes right. on it. Um, I haven't worn it as often, but I have worn it pretty decent amount. Uh, a lot of mine are just more like, like you said, they're more seasonal. Like I, I wore the Mardi Gras one for New Orleans. You know. I have a few different LSU ones, like three or four LSU ones, actually. So w- within our program, what's the, what's the most special cap? To me? To our program. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, for anybody interested in UT Chattanooga, we'll give you a little insider information here as you get in most of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have established a special cap for Chiefs only. And it is actually made by our program director's uh, mom, I think, right? That is, I think, yeah, I, believe his, right. yeah. I believe his mom makes them. And um, it's a light gray hat. It has UT Chattanooga surgery on the front of it, like all custom embroidered. And it is given to the Chiefs of the program each year. So only the Chiefs have these hats. Yep. And, and the, the Chiefs and the Chiefs wear them every day. And the entire hospital knows that that light gray cap belongs to the Chief. We have a special ceremony where they get to hand it down to the next year's Chiefs. It's a lot of fun. I'm not going to give you all too much insider information, but we'll give you all some of it. But the thing is, that cap... It signifies something. Like you said, different things signify different things. That cap definitely signified. That cap signifies a six-year UT surgery chief in our program, which at Erlanger is the highest-ranking PGY in the hospital. So we don't have a neurosurgery program, so that would be the only people that would outrank us because they have they go to seven years. So we have a six-year program. So anyone wearing that light gray cap 
is a PGY-6, which means a lot of them outrank a lot of the attendings in the hospital as far as PGY years ago. Because you think if you go into ER medicine or internal medicine, you finish after three, you join your fourth year, you know, our PGY-5s are outranking. Our PGY-6s are, are two years further trained than, you know, the new ED attending that's fresh out. So that hat is, it, it's, it signifies, you know, their importance. And, and I like it. I mean, I think it's awesome tradition that we have there. I think it, you know, it's cool for everyone else to kind of, that the whole hospital knows, like, that hat means that's a chief. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we've they've done them with bouffants for for former female chiefs that wanted the bouffant, and they, yep. they all come out really good. So, you know, it's just preference. I think it's it's a fun episode to just better talk about, you know, cap versus bouffant and which one you like and why. And, you know, we could have this debate, and I'm sure we could find people that wear bouffants that can make arguments for their bouffants, and we're both just biased towards the cap. explain why they're wrong. But yeah, it'd be a fun episode. We're just we're we're both just biased for the cap. Yeah. So send us send us uh, y'all's opinions. We'd love to send see us emails. y'all's pictures. Man, tag us, tag us in your pictures of you in the OR, you in the front of the OR, you with your you know with your residency program. Tag us in your pictures. Tag our Instagram. Um, you know, we'll be ha- we would love to see these things. I mean, I, I would. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I think it'd be awesome to be able to yeah. check out everyone else's caps. And like, I think we, I think we start a little competition of best scrub cap. I'd love to see some submissions. Oh, for from sure. Send, I us, mean, send us an email. Tag us in a post. Yeah, it's DFW the Pancreas. It's our G, it's our Instagram. You know, give it a follow. Check it out and tag us in in your post. You know, we'd love to see them. Send us send us you know pictures of of your scrub caps and any custom year you got and what what your hospital maybe does a special. But um, you know, I think it was a good debate. I mean, at the end of the day, scrub caps win. I mean, it's just they do. They won. It's not a question. Yeah. <laughs> but until next time, eat when you can, sleep when you can. And don't fuck with the pancreas. Hey, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening to today's episode on Don't Fuck With The Pancreas. We hope that you tune in to the next episode. We don't know when it's going to be released. We're so busy. We're just we're putting them out when we get chances to. Uh, we're listening to what you guys tell us. Um, some of y'all send us responses on Instagram. Some of y'all send us direct messages um, on, on TikTok. Whatever it may be, keep reaching out to us. We're going to keep putting this podcast episode out there for you guys. Yeah, email us with episode ideas, with questions you have. Uh, if you want to be featured on an episode, we'd love to have you. If you have something to bring to the table, we'd love to uh, to get you involved in any way possible. Uh, we're, we're posting content on, on TikTok and on Instagram and on YouTube as well. And so continue to tune in, continue to follow us and share it with your friends. Uh, pre-med students, med students, undergrad students, anybody in the general public, we're trying to reach as many as possible to give you an insight on what it is like day in and day out to be a general surgery resident. Yeah, the only way you're going to find this is on this podcast, guys, DFWTP. You have to find it. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, whatever playlist you might use, whatever podcast servicing you use, listen to it there. Check out our Instagram. It's DFWThePancreas. Check out our TikTok, DFWTP, and you can shoot us on email at DFWThePancreas at G gmail.com any ideas anything you want to hear anything you want from us let us know but you got to keep listening you got to keep sharing it and y'all tune into the next episode we'll see you there don't fuck with the pancreas